Hey everybody, this is Davis over at Con Freaks and Geeks, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Pop Culture Gems. This is a series where we talk to amazing creators, artists, cosplayers, voice actors, and so much more. If you like the interviews we do with the, these amazing guests, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel, or go to the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the name of the YouTube channel, the CFG channel, or you can listen to it on any of the podcast services out there, like Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, what have you, any services out there uh, will always have this uh, have these episodes out and uh, if you want to check out the most fantastic geeky content in uh, all one area you can always check out our main website confreaksandgeeks.com for the whole package today <laughs> i am with a rising voice actor in the va game uh he's been all over the place when it comes to anime series uh, and gaming uh this just this past year uh he's played adam from record of ragnarok just as recently as that to sniper mask from high rise invasion tatsu from the way of the household house husband and also thirst trap Dr joe from skate the infinity but most uh people will remember him by the awesome misunderstood wolf lagoshi from b stars i would like to welcome jonas scott to the show how are you doing sir good man how you doing thank you for Hi. having me oh man i i'm glad that you're joining uh you're uh i'm glad that you're joining me today i, I you know it's funny uh, i there's two things it's always two there's two things first off yeah. i always wanted to talk to you you're uh you seem like a really cool cool guy uh Thanks, cool dude to, to talk to yeah uh and uh two it's funny because every time uh, uh we've we've gotten the voice actor here uh, uh like doing the show like I, I find out that this that, that some in some way you've done a, uh, a show or you've done uh, voice acting in one of the games I liked the most, which was uh, uh, Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I voiced Randy Orlando, big yeah, red Randy Orlando, big brother guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not like it's 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 something so random that like I don't even think about it, and it but it just comes to be like oh they were a part of Trails of Cold Steel, so so my friends and some of my coworkers here uh, made a thing called Seven Degrees of of, of Trails. Now at this point, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah, so because we've gotten about like nine people, we've got like Sean, like we talked to Sean Chiplaw, we're like wow, we got the main dude. <laughs> it's like oh okay, yeah, cool. yeah, and awesome. at that point you got everybody else, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like we're just spanning out. I think we've got like basically like a fourth of the nine of the people like already oh my goodness but it, it, it's, it's a great game working. series oh, fingers crossed for uh hajimari no kaiseki dub soon oh please. god yeah well they just recently announced like like uh nis america just announced like five uh, i saw new that. localizations. that's crazy yeah that's exciting yeah, well, that's cool. No, I mean it's definitely cool, but it's coming up. But uh, yeah, so we're still so we're still keep on trucking. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're 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 here. Thank you for coming on as well. Uh, of course. Okay, well, let's get this party started, uh, Jonathan. Sure, well, yeah, it's fun, dude. Yeah, so I was just wondering because, like, uh, uh, I'm, I've seen your background a little bit, and I've heard mm. like, like, uh, that, that you initially uh, started out uh, from like, you know, stage acting, like Broadway, like you know, like you know, uh, plays, Broadway yeah. stages, kind of like that, kind of like that, and then you decided to switch over to voice acting. Um, what uh, made your decision to go into the world of voice acting? Um, I was in, when I was in college, uh, I was a huge, I was a huge gamer. Uh, I, I, I was a semi-professional League of Legends player for a year and a half. I, I did, I did a lot of, uh, esports and, uh, you know, shoutcasting and, you know, I was, I was involved in speedrun community to some extent. Um, I, I, I was big into, to streaming and video games and, and that whole like esports area of the internet. 
And uh, it had never occurred to me in working in all that stuff and like mocking League of Legends characters as I play them and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff that that there was like an actor there that was hired to do that because it was the the magic was still there for me because I I didn't I hadn't delved into any sort of production. And the only kind of production stuff that I did was for stage. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started uh, I started playing Titanfall and uh, or Titanfall 2. Um, and it was in my dorm and my girlfriend was there at the time and she was the one who actually said, Hey, this guy, this kind of sounds like you when he's talking. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? So I had to go and like, look up the fact that there was actually an actor that was hired to do this job and they got paid money to be this person. And like, that was, that blew my mind that for a second I was like, I could, I could get paid to do this instead of doing the theater thing. So I kept mm-hmm. that in the back of my mind for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the summer, I went with a buddy of mine to New York City and I stayed with him for a couple of weeks because he was another uh, theater guy. And I was like, he's like, you want to stay and you know watch some auditions? You want to see how we live out here? I think it'd be really neat for you to get you know immersed in that kind of like push you into the deep end um, for a second. Now, I wouldn't be personally auditioning. I, w- I would just be following along. And I did that for a couple of weeks and it was the most grueling, demoralizing, uh, wow. honestly annoying thing that I could ever think of as somebody who like, you know, would wake up at 1130 and, you know, play video games until 330 and go eat lunch. And I wasn't, I wasn't a particularly, uh, studious or, uh, I guess, um, engaged student i was i was somebody that was like you know i can i can i'm i'm i can act but mm-hmm. uh i'm I, I didn't try hard um are you saying kind of like how the grind of the, the well the lifestyle grind of like you know a broadway actor exactly is some people are much. very yeah some people are very motivated by the whole like not necessarily negative reinforcement but they're motivated by the prospect of positive reinforcement or the prospect of a, a very very good job done in difficult circumstances because stage if you've ever done stage it is, is 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 a lot of moving parts and just the mm-hmm. fact that all of that works and 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 even is, is able to be pulled off whether let, or, let alone whether or not it's good just the fact whether or not it's pulled off at the end of the day is a huge testament to the amount of organization and and uh level-headedness and 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 just the the work ethic of everybody involved now i am huge into that I, I i still sometimes do stage stuff and i still you know recite sonnets and i memorize monologues just because like i need to make sure that that stays fresh in my head because as an actor you just got to have that base there um it was a lot of work if you've ever done a stage show um I had to, you know, I had to take time off of my esports team to be like, hey, I have to go and do rehearsal three times a week for this show, and then three times a week for another show because I'm, you know, I'm 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 in the the theater department and I have to keep, you know, doing shows. So it, we got to a point where it's like, okay, do I go whole hog and fully invest myself into stage acting and move to, uh, you know, a little postage stamp apartment in in Manhattan, and you know, do the the the, the grind. And I was, I was paying attention to the people who were on Broadway. And there's a reason these people are on Broadway. They are incredible. They are very good at what they do, and they've been doing it for years. Another thing that I noticed while I was in Broadway, or like watching Broadway shows, um, and meeting these people afterwards, was by the time, as an actor or somebody who does musical theater, by the time you're 39 to 40 you've pretty much done a number on your body because you spent your 
your your 25 to 35 you know that decade you spent that going completely bonkers on your body uh working out doing uh, rehearsal especially dancers uh they, they they destroy their bodies and it's like do i want do i want to be able to go hiking when i'm 40 or you know do i want to be able to you know walk on my own by the time i'm 60 you know it's yeah. it's that's a gamble you have to take there but um i did pump the brakes on stage acting at school just enough so that I can make make sure that my senior year I got my degree I did my juries I made sure that you know everything worked but instead of doing as many shows I started voice acting online and doing uh, hobbyist things so I would have a, I had a blog where I would do uh, voice requests and stuff on the blog just to just to test everything out because I had never done anything online before um, or anything voice acting wise period and as I was putting more and more stuff out, I started to understand how the mics worked and how my voice worked and what my niche was. And people seemed to really like what I was producing. Then I started to audition for like indie games and animations and, uh, you know, things that my friends were involved in. Um, and these are people that I've known, you know, up until this day, people like, like Kellen Goff, I've known for a long time. Uh, my buddy Ruben Lack, I've known for almost 10 years. Like these are all like other actors that have grown up around me at the same time. And I've just know recently become like melted in with them out here in Los Angeles. But um, yeah, I, I, I people liked what I did. And suddenly I was making more money than I would doing a main season, main stage show in Louisville, wow. which is huge. Well, in Louisville, Louisville theaters. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, wow. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. Louisville stage is big. And I was just like, this is maybe I need to investigate this a little bit further. And then um, I started making friends online. I don't know if you know Jalen Cassell, who's another voice actor out here in Los Angeles. I I slept on his floor for a year when I moved out here. I moved out here with like 200 bucks. Um, I was on the floor for a year. I couldn't audition for things. Like I, 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 I really wanted to do this because I realized that after doing it online for you know a year or two, that I'm probably... Like just as oh, good as, as I am stage acting. No, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, like, uh, well, like uh, you're saying. So you never really kind of had like you know like professional, not, not like you know like uh, professional uh, voice acting itself, rather, but rather like you kind of like lived it up with the people that was already in the mixed with uh, in into voice acting that kind of got you into the scene as well as like you're saying you were you moved into you moved in with the with people on the floor and stuff just to get just to just to get your craft as well as doing your own thing yep. uh kind of so having your own craft so wow that's i mean that's a pretty big that's a pretty big change uh from from <laughs> from from theater to that that's, that's yeah that it's a different have. The skill set in acting is all you really need. Um, and I tell people all the time, they, they want to be, I want to be a voice actor, I want to be a voice actor. Um, well, you should, you don't have to do stage, but you should do some sort of, uh, I guess, stage work, some performance, a voice and movement class, you know, something that gets your body moving. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the core principles of acting, especially with voice acting, is you can't feel silly when you do it. Because if you feel silly when you do it, people will hear that. You have to go whole hog. You have to go all the way. You have to go full out. You have to get serious. You have to make sure that like th everything reads. And a lot of the intro to like stage stuff is losing your inhibitions and being when you're on stage, you just go wild. And then when you're off stage, you can be like you and I, you know, normally speaking, whatever. But you know, when I'm screaming in the booth, turning Super Saiyan three, you know, it get you gotta you gotta really deliver mm -hmm. that. Yeah, like Super Saiyan three, like nine different times, and <laughs> so many ways in two hours. By the end of the thing, <laughs> I can yeah. easily see. 
<laughs> but man, that is you know wow, that's a wow, that's a crazy story. And uh, like, how long have you been uh like di- have you been go- on going through like the, in, in like voice acting? Like, how long did your journey from um, uh, start for voice acting? Well, I uh, graduated in twenty. I want to say twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. That, that that those those like three years have kind of blurred together because I mm-hmm. I was either I was in school and then I was out here and then I went back to school because I would go on breaks and come back out here and visit and then go back to school. So it was kind of like mushed together. But I, I graduated and then I took like a few months to figure out what exactly I was going to do. Then I told my parents like, "Hey, I'm going to move to Los Angeles." And they had no idea what was going to happen because they aren't um, creatives. My dad is a creative. Mm-hmm. He's a musician. But uh, my mother was uh, was a nurse and my dad is a respiratory therapist. That's their day job. They don't they don't have like I don't they don't know how to navigate the show business or anything like that. Um, so they're like, I don't know what to tell you. I have no advice. You just got to got to do this thing and, and, and hope it works out. We're going to support you as much as we can. But uh, you're going to go out there and see what happens. And I did. Um, after I graduated, I, I took those few months to figure out what I was doing. And then I saved up some money, not nearly as much as I needed, but I saved up some money, came out here, moved in uh, with Jalen, slept on his four, four, floor for a while. He started writing, I think it was it was Iron-Blooded Orphans. And then he wrote uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and then uh, a few other anime series while I was there. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be very honest, anime... Uh, I watched anime as a casual anime viewer. Uh, I wasn't very hardcore. My roommates were all very hardcore into it. So a lot of the anime knowledge that I get is as by osmosis and like vicariously as I'm like watching them and 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 kind of sitting down when I'm eating lunch and he's watching Yu Yu Hakusho. I just kind of sit down and you know watch it a little bit with him. Um, but That's how Jaylen, it naturally starts, though. I mean, to be honest, yeah, right, like, exactly. And now, and now I'm watching, you know, like friggin' Prince of Tennis, which is like this weird, obscure anime, and you're just like, yeah, I, I'm engaged. This is anime. I'm enjoying it. Um, but I, 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 I learned how to dub, um, and do a lot of things while I was living with Jalen because Jalen was one of those people that's like very, very much into the production side, and he's mm-hmm. he 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 knows he knows how it works. He knows all the actors. He he knows. Um, he's seen, we, we would watch, um, you know, clips and recordings of panels that we couldn't go to and we would just watch them, you know, of the actors talking about their craft and then we would absorb that. Um, but Jalen really taught me how to dub, uh, effectively from like an artistic standpoint. I learned a lot of mechanics and things like that from people like Tony Oliver and, 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 uh, Stephanie Shea. And they really, they really taught me how to like make sure that it worked. But, uh, Jalen and company and everybody that I worked with, um, we did a lot of like uh, group projects together that were kind of uh, not professional, but they were like, you know, just to hone our craft because not a whole lot of us were getting work at the time. Uh, We learned from each other how to do all of that stuff, Um, doing, you know, just small little things on the side, radio plays, radio dramas. I would edit audio and things like that while I was living with Jalen just to kind of make things work. I would do tiny little demo reels for people because I'm a sound designer. That's how I'd get some money to be able to pay for rent. Um, But uh, after that, I moved in with another friend of mine uh, who I'm currently living with right now. His name is Winston. And uh, I was able to have my own space. I had a closet that I would record in. I had a walk-in closet that I could go in there and just record in. Um, And then that's when I started to audition. Because when I lived with (laughs) Jalen, I had to share a booth with three guys. Wow. Um, And it was 
and the the booth was connected to a computer that wasn't mine so i had to ask a lot of permission and we had to move things around and we had to schedule a lot of things and it's like i wasn't getting very many auditions to begin with so there was really no point in, in doing any of that stuff but when i was able to get on my own mm-hmm. i just kind of started auditioning for things and um they weren't like major gigs it was like i am the skin of a character in this game like that's <laughs> the vo- i'm the voice pack of the what? announcer that you can buy for 20 bucks or whatever and uh it's like little tiny kitschy stuff Mm-hmm. Um, but it paid, it paid relatively well. Um, it kept a roof over my head and it was practice to, to get used to, you know, doing things around and like in person in Los Angeles, because most of what I did before was remote or, or from my room. Um, well, I mean, it's just kind of yeah. scary when you think about it. Cause I mean, like you're saying you're doing all these, I mean, I, I mean, not, not kind of pulling anything away from what the grind that you've done. Right. I mean, you gotta respect that kind of grind, but like from like, from doing those small bits of like what you had to do to kind of see, you know, to get your foot in the door to all of a sudden getting Legoshi <laughs> from Netflix. That's a fun story. <laughs> oh yeah. Please tell me that one. Cause I was like, um, I was like, what did that, like, what the heck, man? I had, like, yeah. Up, up until Legoshi, I hadn't done a whole lot. I did a lot of Walla. Uh, Bang Zoom was gracious enough to give me a lot of Walla work. Um, I had done, I was Formaggio in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, who was one of the La Squadra from uh, Golden Wind. Um, I did some bit parts in Phoenix Man. Uh, I was a uh, bit parts in One Punch Man. I was Phoenix Man. And then uh, let's see, what else did I do? I think that's it. And I was Lihito and Kenganashra. These are all characters that you don't know, right? That's just kind of like they're, they're obscure <laughs> characters that not. just kind of show up. Yeah. Um, they, they either die to prove the situation serious or they like, they, you know, random, random red shirt things. Um, mm-hmm. But I knew uh, me as an actor, and this isn't me like coming from a place of arrogance or anything. This is just what I do. I'm a very effective leading man. I have a very, uh, very effective, uh, like charismatic kind of like uh, attributes to my voice. I have a very heroic sounding voice and I can, I can make it sound like that. Um, so that's when I knew what my strong suit was and Mm. I was looking for opportunities to, to let that happen, but nobody's just going to let Joe Schmo audition for a lead character ever. It's like, you have to prove yourself. You have to keep going. You like, I wasn't gonna, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't going to get cast as a. You know, as a lead character at some place like Bang Zoom that has just been trying me out on 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 bit parts, you know, like like you know what I mean. Um, but I was given yeah. a very very good opportunity from uh, uh, SDI um, that showed up in my inbox, and I knew B stars. I mean, I, I, I've I've been living out here for a while, and once I moved out here, I kind of became a, a big weeb, and I was like, I'm I'm going to get as as into this as I can. I'm going to study everything about this that I can. Everybody, I'm going to try and introduce myself to as many people that work in this industry as I can, and and just show them that I'm friendly, I'm passionate, and I want to do the work. Um, and uh, I got that opportunity to to audition for Legacy, and I'm like this is the lead character for a show that's probably going to go on for a while. Uh, and I hadn't, I auditioned for leads before, but obviously I hadn't booked them. And it's like, this guy, I was looking at the character and, and I was listening to the Japanese and I'm like, yeah, this does kind of sound like me and I could probably pull this off. And this is a very like, if in any other circumstance, I know this is probably very, very, uh, 
assumptive to say, but in any other circumstance, somebody like Matthew Mercer would get in and play this character, or somebody like Troy Baker would come in and play this character because it's just in that vocal niche. That's the tier you know that I mean? you're talking about. Yeah, I know. It's like usually it's the, you got the top echelons that you usually see. You're like, oh wow, that's got to be Mercer, or that's got to be Baker, or yeah. I mean, these know, are these yeah, are these so are leading man voices. Uh, so, there's obviously yeah. you know a handful of other people that can sound exactly like them. It's no big deal. Uh, it's just I was in the right place at the right time. And another thing that really made me super nervous about auditioning for this character was this whole show was union. Uh, this is, oh, you know, yeah, wow. B stars. Anything that comes out of Netflix nowadays is union. Is a union. That's dog. great. That's yeah. that's awesome. And I I knew that this was the thing that was going to get me into the union. <laughs> Taft Hartley. So not only did I I audition, I booked the character, but I became a union because of it. Um, <laughs> so I I had like completed a lot of my goals the goal moving in uh to that year was i want to voice a character that shows up in the op of the anime because i just think that would be cool and like the first month of that year it was like here's three of them (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like okay well now what do i do how do i figure this stuff out um but i I when you have like a completion list in the game it's like you're like okay you have to do all of this and all of a sudden you're like (laughs) you got like all of them in one hit done uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but th- th- that was another challenge was finding out what I'm going to what I'm going to try and make my next goal. But um, mm-hmm. I the guy, the guy who directed the show, Bob Buckholz, is he's amazing. He's 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 so cool. Um, he's been doing this longer than I've been alive. And uh, he was the one who's just like, you're going to when he brought me in the first day, he's like, you ready to start this journey? And I'm like, oh, man, I was I was born ready. And uh, but in the back of my head. The entire time, I'm saying to myself, again, as this is my first anime lead, I'm like, you can't, you can't fuck this up. Because if you do, <laughs> anime fans will eat you alive. And you want to know how I knew that? Because I was one of them. I am my own worst critic. So when the show would come out, I would be the one who would pick it apart the most. And if I screwed this up and other people picked it apart harder than I did, I couldn't live with that. So um, I was very nervous doing Legoshi and, you know, making sure that that character was literally I, I could not leave the booth unless it was perfect. I had to. And, and as, a, as a creative, it's next to impossible to get things to be perfect. But um, I couldn't I couldn't fuck it up. I couldn't live with myself if I screwed that character up. Well, you didn't. So, so, you're, so yeah. you're definitely. I'm you're glad. Definitely good on my, I'm very on my glad end. that I didn't. But uh, yeah, it was a big. It was a big deal. I was. I the the. I had. I had to take a lift home, for and to and from all of those sessions because one, they were in Santa Monica, which is uh, about 45 minutes away from where I live, and two, I didn't have a car, and uh, I didn't have a car for the first like three years that I lived out here. I didn't have a car until last year. Um, oh wow! So all of my sessions. I obviously was doing it because I loved anime because all of my sessions, I would take half of the session fee that I would get paid that day and put it into a lift. So if I was getting paid, you know, 120 bucks for that day, half of that would go to lift rides there and back to the studio. Oh man. I was losing a a lot of money working. Yeah. And Uh it was just like, I, the only reason you're doing this is because you enjoy acting and you enjoy the work and you enjoy, you know, dubbing and working with your friends and, yeah, uh, now you don't really need a car as much, but I have one, and it's made commuting <laughs> a lot easier. 
Yeah, very much so. And then what would you say uh, was like, uh, what would you say uh, that was kind of like one of the most challenging like transitions from your back, from your uh, acting background to, I mean, well, uh, stage acting backgrounds to voice acting? Um, you, this, this Other actors who are stage actors will give you the same uh the same answer the acting style at least for anime for video games you can still kind of stay that whole understated realistic um kind of performance but for anime a lot of anime are incredibly over the top are Mm -hmm. are are very animated and especially for dubbing you really have to make sure that that reads because i have been miscast as characters that i shouldn't have been playing and it got picked apart by the audience because it's like, oh, this Jonah does cinematic realistic acting and he is good at comedy when he has to play straight, right? But the uh, the issue there is that it's slightly over the top and animated to a way that like you have to you have to be a a a caricature of this like in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, everything my character said in like one particular episode everything was yelled screamed not 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 projected not like i'm trying to talk to you from over there everything he said was yelled everything was sc- like screamed and shouted and it's like mm-hmm. that does a number on your chords but if you do it right it's okay um but that's not my normal voice that's not what i actually sound like and that's not what i'm best at uh so the hardest part the transition was um toning down the like overacting that i usually do and making it so that it's a bit more straight, a bit more, not necessarily comical, but a bit more easy to digest, uh, a bit less nuanced, a bit more, this is what we're saying. These are the emotions we're feeling. So uh, rather than through subtlety and nuance showing what exactly the character's feeling, more so being like, you know, some commedia dell'arte stuff where it's like, I'm sad, so my face is sad, and I'm going to show you that I'm sad. Uh, but I, I guess that was, it's difficult, but it was like so rewarding when you got it right. Naruto dub yeah. was one of the oh, easiest God. ways for me <laughs> to figure that out. That's another right. thing where it's like, I moved out to LA and suddenly I was just like immersed in all this stuff, learning how to dub. I would watch uh-huh. dub Naruto and I'm going to be honest, you know, there are some episodes of dub Naruto that aren't great. And there are some episodes right. of dub Naruto that are fucking poetry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, w- sitting down and watching those episodes of poetry, uh, I was, I was able to digest like this is how you're supposed to do it this is how it's supposed to sound i understand now troy is pain i understand now this is what an <laughs> anime villain is supposed to sound like you know it's it's like this this is how it works um mm. so it's been it was a lot of uh, immersing myself in the media and figuring out how what what the anime sound was and like how why i enjoyed it and making my enjoyment uh kind of a catalyst to try and make it enjoyable for others this is like this is what i want to watch you know yeah yeah that's well, well yeah that's very well said definitely <laughs> definitely man yeah, but i can't even uh, i can't even only imagine because like uh, like from anime uh the the crazy like you know self the incredible like you were saying jojo is like incredibly ex- ex- like eccentric of mm-hmm. like what they do super uh super a- moves and super actions and stuff yeah. to like <laughs> to the but, the, but the, i think the crazy ones are kind of like sports animes like you know like uh, i think you did a character in uh what's called a kuroko kuroko no basket. basketball yeah it's a yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. a super move like that yeah that kind of thing <laughs> I've always had an issue with those. I was, every time I myself, I'm like, how are they so eccentric about like, he's like they, how they're describing the situation that there is. And it's like, oh, he's just doing a jump shot. 
be the hell of a lot of like metaphors and and deep discussion and discovery as these abilities but it's like yeah he's just doing a layup like it's not that big of a deal (laughs) it's like literally like two it's like 20 like it's five seconds left and then that that five seconds is is stretched to like six minutes of description and uh, and and like power reverse shot reverse shot (laughs) oh my god he did a reverse layup (laughs) it's like the switch it's like oh my exactly but hey you know it's, it's it's engaging um, a lot of the metaphors are very fun and funny and uh, <laughs> I, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of sports anime now and that's just uh, that's just par for the course I've noticed and that, I, that's I, very I, true. if there's a formula if it ain't broke don't fix it <laughs> that's very true broke, don't you, fix I mean, it. you're watching Prince of Tennis right now so hey yeah exactly go. exactly <laughs> all right so like I'm um, in uh, I mean you with a with a with your background as well I mean you have to have like a good like you have favorite do you have a favorite Broadway shows or that you oh that, yeah uh, that you're into? Uh, my my favorite Broadway shows, uh, I, I enjoy uh, Avenue Q, which is probably something you couldn't oh, really yes. put on nowadays, but I, I really enjoyed Ave- Avenue Q. Um, I liked uh, <laughs> a lot of Mel Brooks's musicals that he put in, he put on on Broadway. Mm. I'm a huge comedy fan. Those are fantastic. Um, uh, some of the newer <laughs> things, uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch is great. Uh, there's a lot of newer stuff on Broadway and there's some stuff off Broadway uh, that's really neat. The uh, Spambalot musical, I think, was on Broadway for a bit, then moved to off Broadway. Mm. That was really good. I, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge Monty Python Flying Circus fan. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm big into comedy. Uh, there's stage plays that are enjoyable. Uh, there was one my sister went to uh, that she showed me pictures of and some video of on YouTube where there was this house in New York and it was kind of like a, a interactive theater where you would go in and um, at a particular time the production would start and then the play would just happen around oh, you. Wow. And as you walked through the different uh, rooms and things like that, different scenes would play out in the rooms and you kind of piece together this like eldritch horror story as wow. like time passed in this home. And eventually you w- w- ended up in like the basement and there was a naked chick covered in blood. And it was, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> like performance art is so good and uh, yeah. they don't touch you. It's not like a haunted house or anything like that. It's just like you buy a ticket and you stand there and then you're just watching the show as you're walking around. It's kind of like touring a house but uh, with art That's around awesome. you. Um, but yeah, awesome. I, I'm, I'm big into experimental theater and things like that too. I loved watching that stuff in college. Yeah, that's why it's like my mom kind of got me into like really getting into Broadway musicals. Other musicals that I know I will never watch, like Sound of Music, because I've watched it so oh, many times yeah. when I was a kid and stuff. But like, like, uh, but like, I mean, the one I think that really kind of got me over was, uh, was, uh, uh, was when Daniel Radcliffe did like in the early 2000s, like Equus 2010s. No, not Equus, not the one about the, not the horse, <laughs> not the horse one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god it's like huh fascinating <laughs> so he did what <laughs> but, I no, that, uh, big deal. <laughs> that would have been like you know what i'll accept that but uh, yeah, no, yeah. it was a uh, how to succeed in business without even trying with like John oh my god. i played uh i played uh jay pierpont finch in a production of that in college how to succeed All in business without really trying. yep and oh, um god, like another classic musical think- that i really like is guys and dolls but Oh, yo, I, I, you know, what's funny? Like my, uh, my friend told me about that. One. I've never seen it. And, but like, uh, uh, oh, like I love like old school, like music man and all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, and everything. But like, man, uh, but guys and dolls is a good one. I, I might need to check that yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, the old, I think, I don't know if it was original Broadway, but, uh, the old Broadway cast had JK Simmons 
and Nathan Lane. Oh. J.K. Simmons was huge on Broadway for a while. Yeah, it was before he did like a big film career. Wow, I did not even know that he was in Broadway, that he did Broadway like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's oh, that's definitely cool. I'll definitely a lot of people, a lot of a lot of your favorite actors have done Broadway at some point, uh, just because it was a, an inevitable mm-hmm. phase. I learned the other day that um, oh, uh, what's his name, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Oh yeah, he did he a did, lot of yeah. Broadway. He definitely did a lot of Broadway. He actually, I think, like before he got Seinfeld, I think he he did he did quite a bit of it. Like, uh, yeah, 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 uh, that was his bread yeah. and butter. Yeah, it's very crazy. And then, like, uh, yeah, no, you're totally right. But no, I definitely love I love going to shows and stuff, man. It's really it's really a good experience. But I need Open to check it out back the up. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> All right, and uh, uh, and like, man, like it's been an incredible. Like, I mean, even despite the crazy year that we've had this past year, uh, but like. Like, uh, it must have been very incredible for you, though, because I mean, like, <laughs> literally, seriously, like, I mean, like, I was like, what, like, all these different kinds of series is uh, like you were, I mean, from Legoshi and Beastars, which was kind of the one that started it off for me, like, kind of noticing it. And I'm like, man, he's getting a lot of, a lot of news, getting a lot of different kinds of things, yeah. but like, and you're in your role, like, I mean, in this, in this push of like what you're doing and what you've been, what you're experiencing, like, I mean, do you have like something like a dream role that you would want to participate in, or do you have something in mind that um, you like? Moving to it? Los Angeles, uh, I had <laughs> the like the penultimate thing that I want to do, uh, is I want to do not, I, not, not character wise, nothing like that. I want to do a, a, what uh joel was in the last of us i want to be that in some capacity to a video game not necessarily play joel or play yeah. a character like joel but i want to mm-hmm. do the performance capture motion capture and uh you know vocal capture for a character and lend myself completely to that character now to be fully involved and dive in, fully involved in. even in some sort of producer yeah. position something like that almost as though i was producing a movie i want to i want to be in that's 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 the big one that's as a performer that's what i want to do mm-hmm. um but moving out here, I had in my back pocket uh, at some point that I might be able to play the Dying Light 2 card. I <laughs> was voicing Aiden for mm-hmm. about three years before I moved 100%, like, was finished moving out here. Um, I, was, I, was, I was voicing the character in a temporary voice capacity. A friend mm-hmm. of mine offered, got me this audition, a wonderful actor named George Ledoux. Got me this audition and was like, hey, dude, figure we, I'm working with uh, this company here. Um, figured you might want to audition for this character uh, and whatever. I had just gotten done playing Dying Light 2. Mm-hmm. And I knew through context clues, they had a working title. I'm not going to say the working title, but they had a working title. Um, there was A lot of this was under wraps. And it, uh, I, I knew from context clues, I'm like, this is the sequel to a game that I just played. This, mm-hmm. this is 100% the sequel to this game that I just played. And just because of what they were saying in the in the, in the lines, and then oh, I was wow. like, "Oh, well, yeah, sure." And there, and 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 uh, the uh, the actor who was casting it was like, "Yeah, so they want you to do the the temp voice." And I'm like, "Okay, fine. I'm not gonna. Uh, this is a pipe dream. This is a character that I'll never be able to get to voice. Eventually, they're gonna replace me with a celebrity or something like that. That's just how it works." Um, and they just kept bringing me back. Uh, every now and again, I get an email that's like, "Hey, they want you to do more temp voices for this character. This is the the player character. They they didn't even have a name yet. Um, oh, we we want you to do it again. You know, a couple months would go by. We want you to come back and make sure we we do some temporary efforts for this thing. We want you to come back. And I didn't know what was happening. 
I signed a contract that was like, you don't, don't talk about what you're doing, but like, this doesn't guarantee anything. Uh, and I kept doing it. And I thought in the back of my head, I'm like, they're just going to replace me someday. I'm just going to, this work is going to go. This work is going to be gone. And then they're like, Hey, we want you to do, uh, the voice, like a narration for this trailer that we're going to show at E3. And as a gamer, I hear E3 (laughs) and I'm like, that's like, that's the that's a big deal. Like you want me to do an <laughs> E3 trailer? Like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are gonna hear this. Um so we did that and uh it went it went up at E3 and everyone's like, who the fuck is that voice actor? We've never heard him before. I have no idea who that person is. And again, I hadn't done Lego shit at this point, so nobody really had any idea who I was. And um I was very I was very lucky to be able to claim that because uh usually companies are like don't talk about anything you're even if even if you even if you do appear in the trailer you're not allowed to say anything even if people are guessing that it is you you're not allowed to say anything mm-hmm. um but i was lucky that i was able to be like hey that's me like guys look this is wonderful check this out um and again i go back into the purgatory of like they're gonna fire me any 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 day there's no reason they had to keep me like I'm, I'm i'm i live in la is the only reason they would keep me on Right. Mm-hmm. That and I'll take I'll take no money. <laughs> that and I'll do this for free. <laughs> that and uh, you know, there, there's a lot of other reasons that they they would they would want to hire somebody else. But um as the weeks went on, I started getting cast in more things. And I, I then I booked Legoshi and then I booked some other uh deuteragonists and, and lead characters, and then I got an agent. And then mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, is there like I don't know what the situation is with this company. Could you, could you like talk to them and uh, see what's up? And the comp- and, and Techland was like, yeah, you're you're our Aiden. I thought you knew this. You're you're, you're what you're doing this. And I'm like, you could have told me that a year ago, so I wouldn't have to live in quiet anxiety for most of my life. But uh, yeah, I can't talk about much else beyond that. Right for what? literally years, I can't say much about like about the game or anything. But that situation yeah. surrounding like that and you had asked like what was my ultimate goal moving out here it was to do something like that now granted mm-hmm. i would have liked to be involved a bit more in like production and things like that like to to, to fulfill my dream but like <laughs> this is this itself like being the protagonist of a first person action rpg AAA is, title too. I, like, that's triple a title that's booker dewitt that's like that's that's you know uh jack cooper that's that's a character that's going to stay with me for my for, for the rest of my life and with the way the amazing the amazing customer support that Techland has and 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 the amount that they f- keep up with their games and put their games out i feel like i'm going to be working for this company and and as this character for a while i yeah, I, I think i would agree i mean like uh, like it's funny because when you're saying with e3 because i believe I, I did see the e3 trailer that was back in 2019 before all of this happened and then yeah. like they they did the explanation about like you know the flood like you could basically leave sites and spots completely untouched and everything yeah. how vast the thing was so but but like uh the but uh, it would have been nice for them to give you the heads up or like say oh uh yeah that's right it's like you you inadvertently got into it yeah <laughs> a, I, I, a there, was no casting, there was nothing it's just like and you're scheduled for this session uh soon i'm like I guess I'm doing. They can't. They can't like go back now, can they? Like, there's no. Like, <laughs> I have to be like. There's no. I'm, I'm, you're you're 100 serious, right? Like, I'm I'm certain. But yeah, they've uh the the it wasn't the, like kind of cold to you at that point though to be to be for you to be kind of anxious. No, not at all. It, like, it, uh, well, it, uh, I don't blame them in the least because 
like you, you got to think about what they've uh-huh. been working through right now. Like they've worked through a pandemic. <laughs> they've had to have crunch on their game to some extent. Like it, they're they're, they're mm-hmm. working like they're working their asses off to make this game as good as possible. And it's like I'm over here like, hey, are you gonna confirm me as a character? Like I, I'm an actor. I'm mad. Like it's it's, <laughs> but the warmth uh, that they welcome me with. Uh, mm-hmm. The tagline welcomed me with after I was like, they're like, oh yeah, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, you, 100%. You're our Aiden. Like, way to go. Like, that, 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 you, way to go. You sound great. And I, I felt massive weight off my shoulders, and I was able to find like, okay, let's do this. Let's make this the best game I've ever made. So That's that awesome. is my dream. My dream is a little bit bigger than what I've got, but like, this mm-hmm. is already. I cherish this, like what I have goes, as this character. Yeah. I'm gonna make it as good as possible, and like I, because I'm a fan of the game franchise, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of gaming in general. Um, like even when 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 the game comes out, I personally plan to host a speedrun tournament just to see how people, you know, I, I, I that's mm-hmm. that's as that's how invested I am in community and and making sure that like people know that this game means a lot to me and that my job means a lot to me and my community means a lot to me. So yeah, that's. Man, I'm in the I'm a Dying Light fan, show. so that yeah, I've already I've already I'm like I can't wait till we get like until we get our hands on it too. I mean that game looks yeah. like ama- it looks amazing, so we'll I definitely Very can't wait exciting. to hear you. Yeah, I hear you in it, and uh, <laughs> but uh, there's also a thing that like you know that that you do on your YouTube page uh, that that I have to comment on. Oh yeah, and it's <laughs> it was your it was your anime voice actor reads your your thirst tweets. Okay, okay, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I have to say though, like that that's pure gold, man. I'm just like Thank I'm just you. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's funny to me because it's like I've ne- I know people are can get very thirsty, but my God, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The reason is behind that, that is is yeah. is really really interesting. Um I have a very masculine voice. I have a very heroic mm. voice and a voice that lends itself to, for some reason, characters that are very attractive and paternal. And I hesitate to say the word daddy. Whoops, there I go. Are paternal. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're almost like big brother like. And because of the reason like that my voice doesn't sound like a 16 year old kid, it, it sounds like a 27 year old man. And mm. because of that, all of my characters are of age. And because of that, people can thirst uh, for them as 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 much as they want. They could even get pretty vulgar with with most of them, and that's because they're over the age of you know age of consent, 18. like <laughs> by 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 a mile. Like uh, I play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven characters over the age of twenty five, mm. um, and. I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, I I, I did YouTube for a while. I, I've streamed longer than I've done YouTube. But um, when you're a creative and a content creator, you have to keep the ideas moving, and you have to awesome. keep thinking like, what what would be what would be great. And I I I scroll through my character tags a lot, and half the time I scroll through, it's like, oh my god, these are just a bunch of bunch of people that just want to have sex or just you know just they just want to see this guy shirtless or you know all they're talking about is his boobs and all they're talking about is like him taking a shower and it's like what that's weird but (laughs) is it though because these guys are over they're over a certain age they're they're allowed to be thirsted after and it's not like it's not like i'm gonna be able to stop anybody from doing this so i figured as as you know a person who is engaged in the community um Mm -hmm. and reads pretty much everything why not just read everybody's thirst tweets out loud and put them on blast? You know, I don't have to say their name. We can blur out their handle. We can, but we just got to be like, yo, I'm reading these. 
you don't think you you, you think I, it, it's it, it it hits a psyche area with fans right mm-hmm. it hits this strange area where it's like i'm tweeting on twitter ah, da, 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 and i'm not adding the voice actor ah, da, 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 da. that means he's never gonna see it ever right but I have uh-huh. a team of people that go and find this stuff. I'm not going and looking at it myself because the reaction is what we're what we're what we're recording is me reacting to like the, these these crazy things. Um, so have I the, do eventually see everything. Yeah, yeah have, have the, the fun, fun is the initial reaction. Both, yeah, and also the other half too. I love like the the some of the thirsty tweets are bad, but so what I love too is like I've been noticing some of the names uh, that are correspond to those tweets can be just as bad. Yeah, too, exactly, exactly. Oh my goodness! But that's and it's not. Too. I want to. I want to really hammer home that I'm not. We're laughing together. I am. Mm. I my intention. W- w- my intention is never to to make fun of everybody or to make fun of anybody or 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 to um say what you're saying is wrong or inconsiderate or evil. What you're saying is what you're feeling, and I'm not going to be mad at you for for saying that. I'm gonna, I'm going to laugh a little bit because it's like it's it's a bit shocking. To some extent, as somebody who voices this character and has had a lot of time with this character and 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 knows a lot of their motivations and things like that, but right. I'm not gonna get mad at you for it. I'm not upset. I'm not weirded out. I'm I'm it's... weird myself. Uh, you know. So me reading these things, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not shocking to me because I've been, I've been right. on the internet a long time. It's Very not shocking so. to me. It's yeah. shocking to the people who watch it because I'm reading it. That's the mm. funny part. And um, so, yeah, it hits a lot of the whole, like, I didn't expect him to read this kind of <laughs> nerve. I didn't expect him to find this. I didn't think he would find this when if I do and it's public knowledge, I'm going to show it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, cool. You, I mean, if you're on Twitter, and you're posting that kind of stuff anyways. You don't you shouldn't be caring because you already have a private the, blog. The you don't have a password. Yeah. There's nothing. It's, you, you put it online for everyone to see. Yeah. It. You're not, you're not, you didn't like scope it out. It's like, oh, I was looking at this guy's live journal the other day. And yeah, exactly, <laughs> was, exactly. Yeah, no, it was like this. But like, what is one of like, can you, do you remember any of the thirstiest tweets that you could, that you remember? Like, what's yeah, one that you, that there, you remember? there was one uh, that in the first, I, I've done it, I've since done uh, a couple of other like re- tweet reaction videos. But in the first one, um, there was one for Legoshi where it was so bad that. I couldn't finish saying it out loud where it was just like, you know, this is, I don't know if I'm going to get in, like, I I'm cool with saying it out loud, but I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying it out loud. So I was just like, you know what, just, just blur it and put it on screen. And, and, and it had to, it it was, it was, it was vulgar. There was a lot of like references to genitals and things like that. And I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) I love it. This is content. Like you blur everything out because like it's almost funnier when you blur it and bleep it out because uh-huh. it's just like you're just like, oh, I, I this could be any number of words, but I guess it's this one. And uh, it's kind of like a weird sick Mad Libs that you play with your audience. Your but, imagination uh, just runs wild with yeah, it. Exactly. You're just like, what what could this possibly be? But yeah, that was about it was about Legoshi and Goheen. I think going at it. Uh, I'm not entirely sure oh exactly God. the the exact specifics because I didn't finish reading it, but uh, <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. They're over. They're that is over. hilarious. It's, 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 it's nuts. It's great. 
Yeah. Yeah. It is very great. It is like, wow. It's like, I did not know that there was something in this world that I didn't, that I did not have, but you, that you provided it for there, me yeah. with it. But there's a risky thing too, where uh, voice actors, uh, it's, it's weird how anime works because there's characters mm-hmm. also that uh, are like 13 years old, like Jotaro. Yeah. Eric, really like Jotaro is like what fifteen when he beats Dio or something like that. He looks mm-hmm. like he's a thirty-five year old man. He he's does. shredded. <laughs> but then you get the other the other ways where it's like this guy looks like he could be eighteen, but uh, or or nineteen, like characters that that I voice. Uh, but they're actually you know twenty-seven pushing thirty. Courier from Akudama Drive. <laughs> He is 27 years old. He drives oh a bike. God. He smokes. He's a grown ass man, but he kind of looks like he's 17. <laughs> of course. That's how it normally is. It's how it normally goes. It's like, it, 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 oh yeah. Well, anyway, is that you always have to be careful for those, those kind of traps. So yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, like, and uh, I mean, and when, when I was going through, when you were going through those vid- uh, the videos, like uh, when uh, you're part of the anime, it's like, you know, like you were saying earlier, like when you're in uh, anime, it's like skate and B stars and high rise invasion. Do you just naturally have, like in the back of your mind, like, oh God, uh, let the thirst traps, let their gates open kind of situation. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but um, in my experience, I I may be voicing characters that are attractive, but if you think about anime across the board, 95% of the characters are attractive and there's going mm-hmm. to be somebody that thirsts after these characters. I don't know if right. mine are disproportionate or, or that I am just embracing the fact that it happens uh i am still like i've been i've only been doing this professionally like full time for two years so that's still Mm -hmm. a gray area for me i'm not sure whether or not it's just the fact that i'm like yeah do it or that it just happens naturally but Uh um there are a few characters like when i voiced tatsu uh i I was a big way of the house husband fan i have all the manga on my on my on my shelf over there like i it's 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 big for me and i got the audition i'm like this is way of the house husband I know exactly what they want. I know exactly how I'm going to try and do this. I don't know if I'm going to get cast or not. But like, if I do get cast as this character, he is going to... Everything he says is going to be the coolest thing anyone has ever, <laughs> ever. said. It's going to all be action movie one-liners. Like, he has to be hot. He has to be sexy. He's shirtless half the fucking show. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, of course. How are you not going to thirst after a literal dad? Like, a literal yeah. dad. He's got a kid. Like... That's true. <laughs> You're totally right. <laughs> oh my god! What about like uh uh? I mean like well, I mean oh, like way the house husband. Like, have you seen the live action movie or series? Oh yeah, Kenji Tsuda oh, is an amazing job. That's love it. Made for him. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so great. That's one of my favorite ones too. And uh, like, but like, I mean, come on, but like, skate. Like you know, really, your he, order, Joe we, is engineered to to be thirsted <laughs> after. I think he's he's made in a lab. Like yeah, he was clearly meant to be like the like to be to be thirsted over, and I'm In just an like, oh lab. my god! Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't heard, you haven't heard anything about Adam. Adam is literally naked. <laughs> no, Adam is time. yo. Adam is naked the entire <laughs> fucking show. He is covered only by a leaf and maybe a sheet if he's lucky. I and so, I guess it's just because it only came out like last week or the week before that, and yeah, uh, and uh, I haven't been able to. I guess flex that part of the fandom yet. So we'll see. We'll see if there's more yeah, Adam content in the future. You have to give it some time to kind of stew, stew yeah, a little. It's got to totally right. ruminate a bit. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh, home, homie's naked twenty four seven. It's so funny. And uh, like, uh, and I mean, I re- but seriously though, I like really admire like how you own up to the characters that you play and the fandoms that come along with them. Um, but like, like, have you always been like uh, been a fan when it comes to like anime? Like, well, you said that you 
kind of got into it when you moved to Los Angeles or like, uh, uh, or was it something that like, uh, when you experienced that, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I actually, never mind. Forget about that. You already answered that question, <laughs> so, <I guess> that's, <laughs> so that's fine. Uh, but like, uh, what about uh, like? And I've also checked out your your content uh, on Twitch as well. Like, uh, yeah, James yeah. Plug, John Scoot. If you want to check it out on Twitch uh, TV, uh, like, uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, just wondering, like, what kind of games do you normally like to gravitate towards? Um, usually, I play. Uh, I whenever I don't have a main game that I'm playing, I would play Overwatch or Apex Legends or uh, the other the other week I tried uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, you know, a bunch of like team based games that I can get together with friends and sit down and play. And at the same time, you know, if I die, I can talk to chat. There's a lot of like uh, times for for interaction. A big part of my Twitch stream is is chat interaction. I like mm-hmm. to read the chat as it goes by as much as possible when i'm playing games so games that facilitate that um we played resident evil village and there was a lot of downtime and cutscenes in that that i could react and then talk to chat um mm. we do uh i like to play story-based uh video games and story-driven video games i, I played through control um recently uh, a few other story-driven games that I, I just like to sit down and and play sometimes we do we do react lord content sometimes i sit down and, and watch uh, some youtube videos uh with chat that they show me um we do media share streams we do all kinds of fun content in our in our discord channel um but uh it's all over the place with it yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty active community our discord server has almost ten thousand members at this point um it's 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 pretty it's pretty active and and i'm very proud of where this stuff has taken me i've been streaming on twitch for like six years i streamed when i moved out to here i Mm -hmm. streamed to a an audience of 10 people all of which were my friends in discord uh (laughs) for about a year and I would do the same content that I did that I would do normally here, but it's just now we have an audience and we have people who will engage and we have, you know, people who want me to produce more content instead of me trying to like struggle to do that. It's just like we should do this, you should do this, and there's constant suggestions. And I'm blessed to have the Twitch community that I do and the career that I do, and I'm able to use them both uh interchangeably. And I I this this might get a little sad, but um about a year and a half ago my mom passed away of a heart attack and she it was very sudden and she was a lot of uh f- stability that i had out here she would help me pay my rent i uh i would talk to her almost every day i would she didn't know what you know i was doing she couldn't offer me any real advice but she would tell me to keep going and tell me to just keep working on things and i uh a lot of her suggestion was like, Jonah, maybe you should start a YouTube channel and you can just vlog about your voice actor life. And I'm just like, nobody would want to listen to that. I don't, I'm not cast as anything. I haven't done anything. No one would want to watch my YouTube channel, watch the YouTube channel of a struggling voice actor. (laughs) Right. Um, so the Twitch was uh, YouTube would have been, I thought of my, I thought to myself, YouTube would be a lot of effort and it's a lot of like, you know, I would have to edit the videos and sit down and do things. But with Twitch, I could just flip a switch and then whoever wanted to come could come and watch. And then whoever, I could take the content later and put it into a YouTube thing or, you know, do whatever I wanted with it. So the Twitch kind of became my own. Hey guys, today I did this. I had a session. I couldn't tell you what it's for, but it was for an anime and I recorded for two hours and it was in, I was in, you know, North Hollywood. I came back, took a shower and now we're going to play some video games. And tonight I have to go and do another thing for, for, for acting. But tomorrow I have to reveal a character and I'm going to show you like, it's this kind of, 
vlog uh, community thing where I can keep people abreast of what I'm doing without making 80 tweets. I can just right. record and, 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 and stream video games for people and they can ask me questions about VO and they don't have to spend $75 to go to a convention and wait in line mm-hmm. to ask me a question. They can just pop in, tag me and ask me that question. Now, will they get all the other things that come with a convention like the other panels, the other guests, the dealer's room? No, they won't. But they'll get their question answered. And they're, yeah. they're pressing acting question answered. Um, or, or, you know, the pressing question about why I like to main McCree instead of Reaper. Like it, it's, it's, it, it crosses over a bunch of wires. And that's why I really enjoy Twitch and how it just kind of merges with my community and my career at this point. It's just, I been totally so definitely like, it, it, I mean, blessing. that's really awesome to hear, dude. Thank you. And I'm really do. I do. Uh, I, I'm sorry. To, so I'm sorry for your loss on with your, with your mother. I didn't, ah, I didn't we're know. Good. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, but like the, uh, uh, but like overall though, I mean, I just think like, I mean, like uh, it's, it's just fun. I just love, I love it when, when the voice actor is very, like it's very interactive with you and stuff like that. Like, and this, and when you were saying about going to a convention to this, this is the reason why we did this show is because we wanted to, talk more with the voice actors that feel like going right. to a convention and be like, right. Hey, uh, we have 10 minutes to talk to Jonah this time. Uh, exactly. And, like, uh, and just on this round table with really bad sound and a bad microphone and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I love this experience more, uh, more. And it's really, and it's really awesome. I like, do, you I, know, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Very nice and chill now. <laughs> so I guess that's one thing that, ca- that came out from this past year. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was good, but still. Fantastic. <laughs> like, Jonah, thank you so much for being a part of uh, 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 coming in, geeking out with me a little bit and uh, talking about all this stuff. It's really Thanks cool. Thanks for bringing me in, man. <clears throat> yeah. Is there anything you'd like to maybe just want to plug plug, uh, plug for yourself or is there anything? Yeah. Just, uh, um, I, uh, on, 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 on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. Just type in Jonah Scott and that'll come up uh, first on Twitch. I am uh, twitch.tv slash Jonah Scoot. Two, t- two O's, not two T's. And uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at I'm a Mr. Transistor and I post all kinds of stupid memes and clips from Twitch and, you know, content about characters that I voice, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But that's really about it. Thank you so much for your time, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for listening uh, uh, to uh, Pop Culture Gems, as always. If you liked the, uh, this interview, you can also check out a whole lot more on our Spotify over uh, and on our YouTube page, the CFG channel. And uh, but definitely, definitely, just give a like and subscribe, comment, whatever, what have you. We will always love to have new, new, uh, new fans talking to uh, talking to amazing, awesome people just like Jonah. So, guys, this is Davis signing off. Y'all, take it easy.